0: But where are you really from?
1: A podcast about the Asian American struggle.
0: Hi everyone, I'm Jesse Lin.
1: And I'm Angela Lin. And welcome back to But Where Are You Really From?
0: This episode, we wanted to review some of our favorite holiday traditions and share them with you guys since it is the holiday season and we thought it would be fun to cheer things up with some of our favorite things so angela what are you most excited about for the holidays
1: honestly just the time off I think my company actually very recently announced that they are giving us four extra days off than usual because they've, they're finally recognizing the shit show that 2020 was and like, you know, addressing us as humans and giving us that mental break that we need to recharge. So I'm just like v excited for that. And I'm probably going to take a few more of my actual vacation days to like stretch it longer so that it really feels like just shutting off. How about wow. you?
0: That's really nice. I know. Yeah, usually I am also looking forward to the holidays because I can have time off and make travel plans. Yeah. But obviously, this year, with everything that's happening, I like, can't really travel. So I'm not super certain this year what I'm quite excited about. <laughs> but there are like usual things that I really enjoy about the holidays, especially in the city. I feel like there is. Okay, so generally there is kind of an emptying out of the city, Mm -hmm. and this year, since so many people have already left from the COVID, I'm like quite excited to to be here, where it's gonna be so empty, but I can hopefully still enjoy all the things that I enjoy about the city during the holidays, which is like the holiday markets, Mm. like some festive decorations around the city, and hopefully like hot toddies and (laughs) eggnogs somewhere.
1: Yeah, you know what, I, like, I had been trying to get back to California ever since I left California, because I I was in New York for seven years, and then Chicago for two years. And I was like, get me back to California. And I'm I'm happy to be back in the state. But I definitely miss the season, like the seasonal changes of being on the East Coast or the, the Midwest, like in Chicago, because I also love the holidays. And I love like, holiday markets are great. They're not like my main thing I look forward to. I just like I remember in New York, like, walking around and, like, seeing all the decorations go up, like the Macy's Mm -hmm. decorations and, like, the Rockefeller tree, and I love ice skating. I just, like, I like all the things that are indicative that it's the, like, holiday time.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, but that's exactly it. It's, like, the holiday energy. Because let's be real, like... I mean, I like ice skating too, but ice skating is not really that fun. And like the neighborhood (laughs) decorations are like not that amazing. And the holiday market is basically the same thing every year, but it's just that like festive. Energy mm-hmm. that comes into the city, which is like really nice, and I really enjoy that.
1: Yeah, it feels warmer, especially in a city like New York, where everyone's kind of like grumpy all the time. It's, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. it adds a filter of like warmth and rose-colored lenses <laughs> over things. Color <Rose-colored> glasses. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh god, what about Christmas?
0: Oh, Christmas! Christmas is very similar to. Thanksgiving in many respects for me because I don't always go home exactly on Christmas. Yeah, you know, because it's like, usually because the prices for the flights are really expensive. Mm -hmm. because Everyone's trying to get home on Christmas. And the thing is that like, we, I mean, like our, my family specifically, like we don't really have like holiday traditions. Like back when my grandparents were still alive, I think we would do like a family dinner for Thanksgiving. And then like maybe another family dinner for Christmas but it wasn't really that we were celebrating any of those holidays it was just kind of like a reason to, like an excuse to get the family mm-hmm. together and like eat but ne- since they passed like we haven't really had any of those like larger family gatherings and my dad's a vegetarian so <laughs> thanksgiving with centerpieces turkey is like not appealing yeah and also i feel like for christmas you know like there's just none of those like traditional foods that they would like to have. So, like, we don't really have much of a Christmas tradition. So, I don't really go home around Christmas. Usually, it's like Thanksgiving, where the ragtag group of friends that are still left in the city for the same reasons or they decided to stay or something will like hang out and go out to like a restaurant or like stay in and order something mm. and do the same thing where we're just like hanging out and chilling. Do you do any like decorating in your apartment? <sighs>
1: Well, I just bought myself a tiny little pumpkin to feel good about fall. I don't...
0: Like a real one?
1: Yeah, a real pumpkin. But oh. one of those like tiny baby ones, you know, the ones that oh, are, those are three cute. inches tall. Yeah. They're so cute. Um, just to have round. And I, I mm-hmm. like never throw those things away till like half a year later. <laughs> they stay well, good. Those don't really go bad, right? right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I usually love part- carving pumpkins, like legit pumpkins. But... I like I've actually consistently hosted carving pumpkins sessions with friends for like many years but given covid it's like not a thing anymore mm. so I just I didn't do it this year. I I don't think it's really worth it because also we're having a heat wave right now and like uh, oh, the pumpkins, pumpkin's gonna, will go yeah, bad. Yeah, it's going to get really <laughs> gross. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm not really much of a decorating person either. I know that you haven't seen my apartment fully yet, but like it took me a while to like get it to the state <laughs> and it's like still not fully finished. But I usually do do something for the holidays. I think I have like a small not a tinsel tree, but just like a small fake tree yeah. and I have some lights and like some what is that thing called that's like tinsel on a string? A streamer? S-
1: Oh, oh I see. Yeah. Yes,
0: like a streamer for the tree and stuff Got like it. that. So I usually like put that out in like December. And that's basically my
1: <laughs> Yeah, well, we <laughs> my
0: holiday a, contribution.
1: We bought a tiny fake tree last year too. Um so I have like string lights and tiny little I decorate we decorated it like with little like, you know, ball yeah. ornaments and like the tiny little gingerbread ornaments and whatever. Um uh but actually my family (laughs) I don't know if my mom really does it anymore but like when I was growing up at least we had the same tradition every year Um, so well first the decor is just like we had the same thousands of plastic t- tree and like um wreaths and same decorations every year and the the lights on the house and whatever and we would do that every year and it felt it felt nice to have like a tradition but it was like mm. it took up such a huge space in our uh, attic it was just like all this plastic <laughs> shit that we take out once a year but I, I loved that. Um yeah um did your parents do the same thing?
0: Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I lied. I there is one tradition around Christmas, which is the setup of the tree and the lights, which is really funny because like I thought it was just something that my parents did when I was around, but and I'm still not entirely convinced it's not just something that they do when only I'm around. But this one year I I guess I decided to come home and I like didn't tell my parents until later. And I came back and like the tree was Aww. set up and I was like, oh, you set up a tree? And my mom was like, yeah, like, I just wanted to put it up. And I was like,
1: okay, cute.
0: cute." So we usually, when I was growing up, we would set up the same thing with you. It's literally like the tree is like, almost as old as I am. Maybe like five (laughs) years younger than me. It's like been there forever. Same 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 tree, (laughs) same streamers, well, same lights, decorations. The only thing that I would put up that they didn't that year that I went back was we also have a train that's just like circle. I remember
1: your train. Yeah, yeah. It's my
0: favorite. It's my favorite. It's still, I think it still works. It's still somewhere oh. in our house. And we would just set it up and it would just run around the tree.
1: Cute. Yeah, yeah I remember. And Isn't your tree kind of big? It's like a It's taller. not like a little guy.
0: And it's like five foot nine, ten, something like that. Yeah,
1: well, I'm five feet tall, yeah. so that's pretty big for me. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's, <laughs> it's like slightly taller than me. So yeah
1: yeah because ours i think my home one was like three three feet tall something like that and then our <laughs> the one i got with ramon last year is like a little baby one it's only like Aww. one foot tall <laughs> we called we named it baby yoda because it was when mandalorian was out and it was like <laughs> That's a so tiny cute. baby thing so <laughs> look
0: i mean if you're an if you're an apartment with limited space i think a tiny tree is cute and valid yeah. and festive.
1: i really i do love the smell of pine trees though so i real really really debated yeah. getting one but it makes me so sad to see the dead pine trees on the side of the street every year yeah. i'm like hmm, is it worse to get a plastic one that i'm gonna keep for many many years probably not so i'm gonna get the plastic one then
0: <laughs> i think part of my holiday traditions in the city that i have done in the past and I don't know if I'm going to do again this year, are seeing the holiday lights in Mm. Diker Heights. So Diker Heights is, like, this neighborhood in South Brooklyn, and it's, like, a lot of rich Italian people. So they live in, like, (sighs) mini mansions, and they go, like, the whole hog to, like, decorate their, like, houses and stuff like that. And every year since I started going, it's just been getting, like, more crazy Mm. because, like, people started, like, learning that those were there so I think the last time I went like I saw like a bus of people like the, they bust a group of people there and I was like wow. this is too much and then this year with all of the like election nonsense like that area of Brooklyn is also like really conservative so I'm like okay. a little bit concerned about just walking through there but mm. normally I would and it's it's really lovely like they have like they go they go the ho hog with the lights yeah
1: Speaking of rich people who go all out for Christmas decorations. Where we live. Uh well, yeah, yes I know, Irvine, but um, have you been to the Balboa like boat um parade thing? That shit's the, the, crazy.
0: I remember seeing it one year. I forgot what I was doing. I was there one year and I saw it. It I wasn't exactly at Christmas. I think they do it for like a whole week. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. Like they, before or after a couple
1: nights. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well it's
0: I remember seeing that.
1: I've only been once and I remember thinking like, Holy shit, this is wealth disparity. Like it was so funny because it's like <laughs> well, so basically Balboa Island, the only people who live there are like super rich people. So yeah. you like can walk around the boardwalk essentially but like all along the boardwalk are like these huge beach beautiful beach houses and they of course like decorate those to the nines and it was like you'd be walking on the boardwalk and then all these, like, really rich, fancy people would be out on their front porch with their, like, fire pit and, like, having beautiful dinner and, like, but with their gate, right, separating their houses and, like, the boardwalk. And I remember thinking, like, oh, wow, we're the peasants here. And, like, then on the right is the boat parade because all these people are so rich. They have yachts and, like, other boats. And then they decorate the shit out of yeah. those boats and do a little parade on the water. It's, like, it's I'm so warm certain... County.
0: Yeah, I'm fairly certain these people are like the level rich that they, they don't decorate. They hire Oh, people
1: there's to decorate. no way they yeah. decorate it themselves. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean like a decor like how do you decorate a boat? Like that's impossible. I knew I would need professional help to string up <laughs> lights on a boat. Like that's how fabulously wealthy those people are. Well, I think we have one further holiday yeah. that comes after both of these things, which is important for us Asian folks. Chinese New Year's. Well, and regular new
1: we got both. The New Year well, in general. Well,
0: I bundle New Year with Christmas.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, like it's so close, and
0: I usually have the time. Like I usually will take the time entire time off, mm-hmm. anyways. And I see the same people basically for <laughs> Christmas and New Year's. So that's true. There's I nothing
1: hugely different about New Year's. My only thing I like, I am adamant about every year, is seeing the ball drop. Like it doesn't feel like. It's significantly the new year unless I make a big deal about it turning midnight.
0: <laughs> but no, I, I agree with you. I think it is it's fun and traditional to watch the ball drop and also fun and traditional to watch the programming around the ball mm-hmm. drop. Because like the years where they had um, Mariah Carey being a super diva, like so funny. I love it. And then like some years it's just like really random, the guests that they have on, and you're kinda just like, Wait, what's happening? <laughs> And it's still like Dick Clark's like swinging, whatever thing, even though Dick Clark is like dead.
1: I like I when dead. Anderson Cooper hosts because he has to he breaks his like serious news anchor um Oh yeah persona. It's just kind of silly. He was on it with um Kathy Griffin. Andy
0: Cohen. Oh wait, was they it they
1: started the first year was with Kathy Griffin, but maybe oh, okay. then evolves.
0: Yeah, I just think it's funny because when it's for the same reason, whenever you watch them, you're like, Oh, you're you're like toasted right now. He's like (laughs) Ah, drunk.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Okay, well, anyways, to your point, Chinese New Year. All right, Chinese New Year. I mean, I don't do anything. Money, you still get money? No, oh. But what you but loved
0: it is about it before. That I loved about it before. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: totally. Well, I mean, I think my
0: parents still give me like some pocket change.
1: Oh, that's nice. But they
0: also also like expect me to give them something back.
1: So. Oh, that defeats purpose. I mean, they they stop giving me money immediately, like as soon as they turn eighteen, I think, because there are different rules. Uh, like you could choose which rule to follow. Some people say it's like when you turn 18 or like when you get your first job or other people say, it's like not until you get married that then the roles reverse. But I remember like, as soon Mm. as I turned 18, they're like, I'm not giving you any more money. And then I was in New York for college and the only family I have, there are cousins, but they're like much older than I am. So they have kids. So then I was like, wait, do I have to give them money? And yeah, I started giving them money and I was like, Oh man, I'm so poor. What's going on here? (laughs)
0: Well, I am glad to say that while I do have cousins with children, I don't really see them. So yeah. I'm ex- <laughs> exempt by default yeah. from not, by not seeing them.
1: Yeah, well, I, yeah, it's, like, few and far between the, the years that I've been able to celebrate with, like, extended family. But I do, mm-hmm. like, it is something special when it is with, like, Extended family because then it's like you go elaborate. Like Thanksgiving feels like nothing compared to Chinese New Year when you go mm-hmm. out with like your whole family. Because then you usually like go to a, ch- a really good Chinese restaurant and you just have like 10 courses of food that are non stop. And then, yeah, you get the envelopes and it's just like a good time all around. And if nothing else, you're just like full and happy from that
0: and a little richer yeah yeah it's a full it's a full shebang I actually would really love to go back to Taiwan yeah. at some point during the New Year's and like do that with my family. I think it will be super fun.
1: I've wanted to go for Chinese New Year in Taiwan forever because like we talked about with my dad, like it's a two-week celebration. It's like not just a one-day thing yeah. like in the U.S. Yeah. where New Year's is just at night. Like I would love mm. to see what that's like because I've seen videos of like – then it's just like that festive nature that we're talking about that like yeah. the city gets for Christmas. It's like yeah. that for like two weeks in –
0: and it's everywhere. Yeah. That's the it's the scale of it I think is what I'm most interested yeah. in like uh feeling and like experiencing. Well,
1: maybe we can do it sometime together.
0: Yes, please when all of this is over. Well, hopefully add it to the list.
1: Hopefully Taiwan opens up soon cuz they they have like no cases.
0: <laughs> oh. It's, I think it's because they're closed that they have no cases. Yeah, totally,
1: but while well, you gotta figure your rush out, I have my Taiwanese passport so I can go back whenever I want.
0: I'm <laughs> figuring it out. It's coming soon. Uh, soon, hopefully. Um, yeah, but other things about Chinese New Year that I really enjoyed back when we celebrated as a family, as you mentioned, it was just like a chance to see everybody in my family that's like in the U.S. again and I definitely, I feel like we talked about this a little bit, but I definitely feel disconnected from my family Mm -hmm. in in many ways, because it's not like how our parents talk about it. Like, we're not like, we are blood kin, but like, I'm not gonna go out of my way to like do something for one of my cousins. Like, I don't know them that way so like thanks uh <laughs> new year's chinese new year's has always been kind of like a nice way to like reconnect with everybody as a group and just be like hey what's going on in your life and for one evening pretend that we are that kind of like blood kinship that would be like i will bail you out of jail if you're in jail <laughs> like
1: yeah that kind of situation we definitely don't really have that um Mm-mm. the only like i said the only cousins that I feel closer with are the ones that like are in America because we've like literally lived together for a few years and then you know still stay in touch. But mm-hmm. I agree with you. I haven't been I haven't really done the like Chinese New Year's with with huge extended family beyond especially with like my dad's family. We've never done that. Mm. Because usually when we go to Taiwan we're with my mom's family and um But the last time that we were with my dad's side, it was, I forget why we were celebrating, but it was like a whole, maybe it was just like a family reunion thing, but like, Mm. it was everyone. We were in a restaurant and they booked out like four of those huge tables and they put all Mm. the like quote unquote kids together. It was so funny because my dad is the youngest of, of six, five or six. I I always forget the number. But anyways, um. And so we, like, my brother and I are the youngest, and my brother is seven years older than me, right? And so, (laughs) like, these, the cousins, like, half of them have kids, and, like, yeah, it was just so funny. But but it was kind of a, like, we you had to acknowledge that we're kind of strangers, but then it was nice to, like, there was a bond, a a slight bond, because you're like, hey, we are all the kids of, like, you know the brothers here so it was nice to get to know them a little bit and then we all like added each other on facebook afterwards
0: (laughs) yeah i also i like that um well yeah speaking of going back to asia i like that kind of when you go back you're like a minor celebrity amongst your family they're (laughs) like oh you're from america so exotic like like? (laughs) you must live in like a mini mansion
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean no (laughs) gotta say no yeah yeah okay well that was that's fun to transport ourselves mentally to better times that we will not mm-hmm. have this year uh moving into clothes let's let's end on a good another good note in our fortune cookie um what's the most What's your favorite or most ridiculous or other oh standout memory from any holiday type activity or year? Okay,
0: so I I have one that stands out, but it's not necessarily like a positive thing. It, it was just, it's one that's like so ridiculous. I I look back on it now and I'm like, this is really uncomfortable. But um, when I was 16, we had Christmas dinner at my dad's oldest brother's house. And my dad's oldest brother's a doctor. And so my aunt is not blood related, right? Not that it really matters, but just setting the scene. And so everyone was there, including my oldest cousins. And they were like, you know, talking around the table, doing blah, 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 blah. Usual like Asian spiel about stuff. And my grandparents started asking about my oldest oldest cousin who at that time was like maybe 32 and they were like oh when is he going to get married like is he seeing someone is he dating someone blah, blah 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 and so they were just like laughing and joking about it and my aunt was like well you know he's still figuring it out but we're open to him bringing home whoever as long as it's not someone black and i <sighs> And I was, I I was like, I just, like, what do you say in that situation? I was like, this is really uncomfortable, like, I, like, no, and because you're like, I mean, like, yeah. It was really uncomfortable, we're, like, amongst families, so, like, everyone was kind of like, ha, ha, ha about it. But then I was, like, staring at my cousins, because they were, like, probably the only people at the table who probably, like, keyed into that and were more uncomfortable about it, too. Because, like, you know, our parents are ever a certain... Age and background and persuasion. So they probably were like, whatever about that comment. But I was just sitting there being like, that is really offensive and uncomfortable thing to say. And that was the last christmas dare we had at our
1: house. um That actually reminds me of, and I don't remember if I told you this story, but I mean, you know, we do have to take everything with a grain of salt that, like, like exactly what you just said our parents did grow up in like a different Mm -hmm. generation a different set of norms and in a country that was homogenous so like you know they're not Mm -hmm. as of you know other other people but anyways um but that like old school mentality this is not holiday related but it just like reminded me immediately of this which is um Uh, A few years ago is before I went to business school and I had I was having lunch with my parents, um, my aunt and uncle and my cousin. So um, and we were talking about like, I don't know how expensive life is or whatever. And uh, brought up things about like, you know, everyone needs like a dual income at this point to like support. Mm-hmm. families in modern life and my dad because he is like super old school in terms of like man's role woman's man role, makes yeah. the money he was like yeah any man who can't support a family on his salary alone is no man at all and i was like what the fuck and i was super pissed and we went on this whole tirade because i was i was like about to go to business school and because he was essentially saying like the woman's useless, right? Like shouldn't have to do anything to help support financially the family and like um and I was about to go to business school and take a I just took out a, a six figure loan to go to business school to like advance my career and whatever and i was like why the fuck am i you know like how couldn't you support me going to business school if like in the end you just want me to pop out kids and like sit secondary to my husband who's gonna be like the bankroller of everything right and i had the same thing as you where i was like looking i was like staring at my cousin and his wife who were there. And I was also kind of, like, looking at my aunt and uncle and they were so uncomfortable because you could tell that they were, like, they agreed with my dad because they're in the same, like, generation. But they, like, Mm -hmm. didn't want to say anything because they could tell I was upset about it. And then I was staring at my cousins and they were super uncomfortable and they were just, like, (laughs) awkwardly (laughs) laughing about it. And I was like, oh, my God.
0: (laughs) That's just the thing is that, like... In those situations, like you can't really call the family member out because like, especially when you're yeah. in a large group of family members in the same age, because then they'll be like, oh, she's stirring the pot or like, you know, not respectful or whatever. And first and second of all, like they just won't get it like in the moment. They'll be like, why, why is this offensive? And like, it'll just well, be
1: like, a my film. cousin, I thought it was pretty obvious <laughs> why he should be stepping up because he was sitting there with his wife. Who's also like just as accomplished as he um, is, and like they're definitely a dual income family. So I was just like, You guys.
0: Who's not a dual no income
1: one. family nowadays? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, some people some people are, but like it's really hard to be not a dual income family right now. I... Anyways, sorry for tirade.
0: You're it's okay. <laughs> You're um most ridiculous or
1: funnest. Yeah. Player. Um <laughs> Well, yeah, let's lighten this mood. Um, One of the Christmas years of Vegas, Lynn family Christmas, we convinced the same aunt and uncle and those cousins to come. (laughs) And uh, it was also with, so my aunt and uncle have two kids, a guy and a girl. And it was both of them came, no wife for the guy cousin. But anyways, we um, we were all hanging out. But then like uh, after dinner, us like, kids we're all like grown adults but we were like hey let's let's all hang out without like the parents so we went to i distinctly remember we went to the cosmopolitan hotel and we were just sitting in the the like lobby bar and we all got drinks and my brother has like the lowest tolerance of all of us alcoholic tolerance and so he like first of all well he probably drinks a little bit more now than he did back then, but at that point he like didn't know anything about drinks. so he first of all asked like um, uh, what's your signature drink here? And they're like, um probably the cosmopolitan <laughs> And he was like, oh, okay, what's that And like they'd explain it to him and he anyways, he got that and uh the rest of us got our first drinks and then he was only like halfway through and he was starting to get like very drunk and we the rest of us moved on to our second drink who's still on his first drink and he was like fucking wasted and he was just saying very ridiculous things but the funniest part of that night was then we took a cab because it was like pre-uber or like pre-uber being like Mm -hmm. very prevalent so we took a regular cab Mm -hmm. home And my brother was, like – he, like, fell into the cab, and then we made him sit in the front. I don't remember why. But, like, then he was talking, like, nonstop gabbing to the taxi driver. He said something like, my parents have brought us – like, have made us come to Vegas every year since I was, like – born. <laughs> and we just died like all of us other, you know, my cousins and me in the back we we're just cackling like what is happening? And yeah, it was the best. And then when they dropped us off home, I had to like sober him up because I'm like our oh parents my are you're going to wake up our parents. <laughs> yeah, it was the funniest thing. I was like dude, one and done here. Like how are you this drunk? I understand tipsy, but like he was like wasted off one drink.
0: Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> and,
1: yeah. I won't let it live down the since I was like born. <laughs> line. You got to bring
0: it back. That's part of the tradition. Holiday tradition right? is bringing back embarrassing moments from prior holiday traditions.
1: I think yes. so. Well, the the thing was, I don't remember what he was saying, but when he was drunk, he was trying to embarrass me, but it was like he didn't understand that he was embarrassing himself. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, we were all like, "Oh man, get him to sleep." <sighs> Well, yeah, that was
0: my favorite. Cute story. (laughs) Well, all right, guys. We hope you've enjoyed this holiday episode. And if you have some special holiday traditions or things you enjoy about the particular holiday season, please let us know. Write us in at telluswhereyou'refrom at gmail.com. The your is Y-O-U-R-E.
1: And hey, if you're looking for some gifts to give people, still yes. we do have a reminder that we still have merch available, and it's just pretty cute. It's very like true. even if you, just, honestly, if you don't even know what our podcast is, it's like the Zaijin <laughs> Bitches Heart stuff is like pretty fucking cute. So uh, you can go to our Instagram and you'll find the the link. Um, Instagram is Lynn Family Reunion, and uh, come back next week for our last episode of the season. Whoa we'll you know we'll be back but we just need you know we need our little breaky break Mm -hmm. to refresh as well but come back next week we'll have one last up to ring in the new year and until then bitches. bitches